Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 30 years. Hey, podcast listeners, my book, Mother's Guide Through Autism, co-authored with my son, Joseph, is now available for purchase on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Order your copy today and please leave a review to help spread the word. See you there. Hi, welcome back to a Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. I'm Bridget Shipman and I'm your host for this podcast episode today. And I really am excited because we're going to be talking about the number 10 essential piece of advice. I did a little series on the essential pieces of advice for mother guides. So I came up with 10. I have a lot more, obviously, because I've been on my autism journey for the past 30 plus years. And as I reflect back and I could go back to my 32 year old self, what would I want her to know? So that's where these top 10 come from. And one of the the biggest ones that I feel like, um, or that I think they're all essential. I think each one of these top 10 essential pieces of advice are worthy of adding them to anything that you're going through uh, with your child or children. And these are all things that I wish that I would have paid attention to and I wish I would have known. And this one is small, give yourself small acts of kindness each and every day. And when I think back at my 32-year-old self, she would have said, yeah, right. Like I have time to be kind to myself. What do you mean be kind to myself? That, that just seems ridiculous. Why would I be kind to myself? I'm too busy being kind to everybody else. Or are you? Because <laughs> when I think back, I'm thinking, was I? Was I really kind? Or was I a mess that just thought I was being kind and thought that I was being thoughtful and all those things? So in order to truly be in a place of kindness, practicing the self-kindness will just grow who you are. It will change your energy. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So I recently just took a road trip with um, my bestie uh, from um, junior high. We we became um besties instantly. I um little background of myself. I, I came from the Chicago area to the Ozarks. In fact, I moved um from 
the Chicago area to Bull Shoals, Arkansas, when I was 12 years old. And it was, yes, a extremely hard um, transition, especially for a preteen. But I found um, one of my best lifelong friends um, because of it. It all ended well. So she and I just took a road trip and we we do them. We started this several years ago. And on our way back, we were talking, of course, about, you know, all the fun we had, the things we saw just as a reflection of a road trip. And then weather hit bad weather came up, which we weren't expecting. And there were like lightning bolts all around us. And I was like, oh boy, you know, this doesn't look really good. And so we just kept on and knew that in fact, we were going to hit some, some pretty bad weather. And then, uh, you know, here comes the downpour it, the, the rain was so thick and heavy that I had my windshield wipers on to the max and I still struggled to see, but we, we kept moving and it just got worse and worse. And it was bad enough where other vehicles were pulling over to the side. And so I just kept my hazards on and I thought, well, as long as I can keep moving, um, you know, that that's what I chose to do. And then out of nowhere, a semi zooms by us. And for, we we talked about it for at least five seconds. I had no vision. I had no visibility of the road or anything around us. And I just, in those few seconds, as held on to the the clench the steering wheel and just thought just stay straight just try to keep the wheel straight you know how when you're in that moment you don't even realize what you're doing you're just doing it and so that's what it was for me and when i could see a little bit in front of me again i did the obvious i was just like we were just looking at it going oh my gosh what just happened. What just happened? And we were both so grateful that we were still alive, that we weren't in any severe accident and that other people weren't. It was one of the scariest moments that I've had um, uh, on the road Um, to not be able to see anything at all was just, it was terrible. And so it occurred to me later that That was a great analogy for what it feels like on and off on our autism journey as a mother guide. Uh, You know, when we first get that diagnosis, they're they're literally there. There's so much pain and so much fear and overwhelm that you cannot see anything, anything in those moments. And there, you know, then you travel along the journey and there are other times on the journey that we get hit like that just out of nowhere. And there's no visibility. There's no, this is this, what do I do? You know, you just feel lost, even if it's for a short amount of time, 
it really penetrates and it's scary and it's big. And I thought, yeah, you know, those five seconds of not being able to see anything feels a lot like moments that I've had on my own personal autism journey. And you can literally go from great visibility to zero in an instant. And if you're listening to this, I know that you can resonate with, with me. You can resonate with that. And that is why it is so essential to learn what I'm going to be giving you today an exercise of how, if you don't know how to be kind to yourself, how to do this exercise of how to become better at doing small acts of kindness each and every day, each and every day. I ran across a recent study and it was published in the Journal of Family Psychology. And I thought this was definitely important for me to share with you all. And the study found that kids can tell when parents try to hide or suppress stress, which I certainly have done in the past. Um, I'm much better at sharing it now. And that, in fact, the researchers found that when parents try to suppress or hide their stress from their children, the interaction between parents and children was less warm and parents and children were less engaged with each other. And that this, in fact, can increase stress in their children. So, when I get to the the exercise or the essential practice that I want you to add later on in this podcast, I want you to just take a moment and think about that because I know for myself that there was a time in my life and it is justified for sure. I mean, the stress that most of us feel when we're out there advocating, trying to find answers and resources for our children is certainly justified. And I know for myself that I was 24-7 looking for answers and the stress level just increased, whether I was trying to find therapies If I was dealing with finances, how can we afford this therapy, Um, add working to it, taking care of everyone else. And as I reflect back, I am certain that I was not a lot of fun to be around. Yeah, I didn't even feel like when you say fun, when I say fun, I thought, what is that? What, what is fun? I haven't had fun for so long. I don't even know how to have fun anymore. It, it can get that way. 
And I know because that's how I was. I was just this big ball of stress. I was in this stress cycle. I just kept spinning in my stress cycle. And I didn't, I I didn't know, even if I would have known or read or thought about it, I still would have needed help in how to get out of it and how to manage it. I didn't have the tools in my emotional toolbox to stop the stress spin cycle. And what I know is that because I was in that stress spin cycle, my energy was stress and overwhelm and anxiety. It just, it was. And when I was around my, my child, when I was around Joseph and then, and my second son, when I had him, I was still so stressed out because I was trying to manage everything. My mentality at that time was um, my life was a to-do list and fun was not on that to-do list. Happy was not on. I mean, I am going to be happy today. I'm not, I, I, that wasn't it. I had a list to check off when I played with Joseph or did therapies with Joseph I was doing them and yeah, I was absolutely helping my son. There is no doubt about it. There is no doubt that he wasn't learning and that the therapies that I did at home with him were definitely helping his speech and his social cues. And you bet. The thing that I was missing, however, was that my son was living in a stressful environment and I didn't know it. I knew I was stressed. What I didn't know is that I was spreading my stress. What I didn't know is that anyone who was around me was going to feel the stress. So my energy, when I talk about energy, I'm talking about if you would have came up to me, you would have looked at me and you would have felt instantly my, my anxiety, my stress, my, you know, you've been around those people and you may be one of these people right now, and you may not know how to manage your stress or to get out of the stress cycle, but it's not a pleasant energy to be around and certainly not to live in day after day after day. And so it's important to learn how to manage it. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing the small act of kindness each and every day. It's just a very, very simple practice. And I call it a practice because the more you do it, the better you get at it and the more you're going to want to do it. So this is a practice. So again, if you're driving, just listen to it. You can do it with me. Um, if you're, if you get home and you listen to this episode again, 
grab your mother's guide through autism book. Um, you can write in it, um, for sure. Grab a journal, grab whatever, ever you have and, um, put this in your emotional toolbox. What do I mean by emotional toolbox? I mean, as you build tools, practices to manage stress, to offer you healing, to help you find more energy to then give to everybody else. Then add this one, add this one. So imagine an emotional toolbox and add this into that. If you don't have any tools in your emotional toolbox, and this will be your first one, that's great. Um, A Mother's Guide Through Autism, the the book has many tools in it uh, for you. So if you don't have this yet, you can go on Amazon and order it. And this in itself is an emotional toolbox. But... Hopefully you have other ones and this is just going to be adding to it. If not, no worries. I want you to take the time. I want you to also know that what this will do for you is just as I shared earlier that I was doing all these therapies that were helping Joseph, but I wasn't present. I have the memory of it, but I wasn't present in the moment. It was more like, okay, therapy done, check. I was not enjoying or engaging, truly engaging with my son. So this is going to offer you that as well. All right, let's start it. Step one of small active kindness daily practice. Take three deep breaths in a row. And as a reminder, as you're taking those breaths, this will help you begin to relax and clear your mind. Step two, find a quiet, safe space. Step three, put one hand on your heart And then you're going to take one hand on your stomach in your solar plexus area. Take that breath again and ask yourself, what do I need in this moment? And think of Comfort and kindness when you ask yourself that question of what do you need in that moment that's going to offer you kindness to yourself and comfort to yourself. Step five, don't judge it. Don't judge, oh my goodness, that is ridiculous. I don't have time. Don't go back to a breath and don't judge it. Because whatever came up from 
your heart space and your solar plexus is truth. So don't judge it. Embrace it. And the last thing to do is just go do it. And know that this is going to offer you comfort. It's going to help you gain more energy and you will be more present with your child. You just will. It's a simple practice. And I've gotten really good at it where I don't really even have to think about it. I'm just like, oh, all right. My small act of kindness today is, and I, I know, and what's really great about it is that the more you do this practice, the more more I do it throughout the day. So instead of one small act of kindness, that's your minimum, by the way. One small act of kindness is your minimum. And then grow it. I, I live in small acts of kindness. I live in kindness to myself all day long. There are some days I need reminders and I can quickly go there because I've practiced it so much. So this is a great emotional tool. And I do feel like this is essential. It's a game changer. It is a absolute game changer for you and for your family dynamic. It will create a shift. You're going to have the energy of kindness when you treat yourself with kindness. You're going to have a more peaceful energy that your children and those around you will want to absorb. Think about that. You've been around somebody like that. And they're so pleasant to be around because they're, they're, they feel comforting. They feel comfortable and safe. And that is the energy that will offer your, your child to feel more safe and feel the kindness that you have. Yes, we have a to-do list. Yes, we have more to do on that list than we can ever get done. I am an overgoaler, so I know what that's like. But I also know that when I'm kind to myself, I show up differently. I show up in a way that offers a comforting energy, a nurturing energy when I nurture myself. And that is what is going to be the game changer. So take this tool Practice it, put it in your emotional toolbox and use it daily and then grow it from there. I hope number 10 is a game changer for you when you do it. I know that it will be. These top 10 essential pieces of advice have really um I've really enjoyed doing this series. And I know that when you watch this, you'll be going back to school if you haven't already. And this will, these 10 
pieces of advice will really come in handy for you and put them in your emotional toolbox and use them throughout the school year. Because I know that school years can be extra stressful for from other guides because you're really juggling a lot. So take the time out. If you haven't listened to all 10, you can go back and listen to them um, on our podcast, or you can watch them on this YouTube channel. So if you have enjoyed this episode, please like, please subscribe to this YouTube channel. If you're listening listening um, to it, please always leave us a great rating. Spread the word that Joseph and I are, are doing this work to spread hope, knowledge, and inspiration, and keep helping us spread the word by leaving your reviews and helping us get our podcast, our blog, and our messages out there to all of you. So this was number 10, essential piece of advice, small acts of, a, of kindness each and every day. I'll see you in the next episode, and I believe you will enjoy it. It's going to be a great interview with my friend, Becca Hobson, and you enjoy your beautiful day, and I'm sending you all love and healing. Stay safe and well. I'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son with Autism, by going to my website, mothersguidethroughautism.com. Also, please join our Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, for support. I'm sending you all hope and love. Thanks so much for listening.